0: hey guys welcome back to the clean house project guess who's here (laughs) i don't know who that is shut up dude hey stuff what's up guys so what are we doing here why are we why are we called the clean house podcast now my project now (laughs) we don't know our name all right but seriously why uh why don't you just tell them why we've been absent this whole time
1: Oh man, well guys, um, you know, me and Lauren have been working on a lot of different projects outside of Powerwolf, and we realized that we honestly were taking on way too much, and we have to take a step back um, from the podcast.
0: Yeah, um, I think that the reason why is because, you know, especially because we're new entrepreneurs, we've been doing this for, what, seven months now? Oh my god, it feels like so much longer. I know, <laughs> it does, but I think we... I think it's with anyone who starts something new. It's like you, you think like you've got it down. You're like, oh my God, I could do all these different things. Uh, I have such new skills. It's just a really new experience where you just feel like you could take on so many more things. And it just uh, it just didn't happen that way. And we took on like five, six different things where like, you know, there were great ideas. But putting it into action is something totally different. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was
1: classic uh, what I call sh- shiny object syndrome. It's just like where you you um, you know you you do one thing and then you see another one. You're like, oh, let me pursue that, and then at the end of the day, you're not actually having uh, a lot of focus on what you should be doing. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's actually what we were going to talk about today. Is like, how do you guys actually decide to make a choice in such a noisy world? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that that's kind of what happened with us as well. Is when even for us like people who are really ambitious and we want to do a lot of things it's really hard to just narrow down what you can do because there's so many options out there that are so good and sound like they have such potential um but really when you make so many different choices you you don't really make a choice at all
1: yeah exactly i think this is really relatable to like literally like three months before i did full time um for powerwolf i was Um, I used to be a business development manager at the Princeton Review, so I was overseeing marketing and sales, and at the same time I was working as an assistant for you, and then at the same time I was doing, um, you know, trying to get my real estate license, and I realized in doing all three things at one time, I was actually just half-assing everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's when, you know, towards the end of last year, and the beginning of this year, um, that's when I had to make a decision about um, leaving my job and and jumping into Powerwall full-time.
0: Wow, I think a lot of people were actually really inspired by your story, <laughs> um, just because that's actually something that's really tough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I cr-
1: <laughs> remember I cried that night when you told me to step up to the role.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, like we we've, we've oh, been man. through a lot of things. Like <laughs> I-, I just want you guys to know, like with stuff, she she had to, she did think about it quite a lot. But I mean, I, I just want to know, like, what ultimately got you to. Jump because that's a huge but, decision. Yeah, um. uh,
1: I think I think what got me to jump was um, I, I had to ask myself at some point what what's my non-negotiable. I think this is the number one. I mean, people ask a lot, like how do you know that you're supposed to do something? How do you know when you're you're supposed to jump? And I think there's no really correct answer. You just got to ask yourself and know what is your non-negotiable. And I think for myself, um, a couple different things, but the number one thing was I wanted to really impact people really deeply so for me it's not about the quantity it's not about trying mm-hmm. to like uh influence you know a hundred thousand people it's about really
0: helping people deeply but mm-hmm. a, you know a smaller quantity mm-hmm. yeah. i think it's such a unique story that you have because i mean you weren't technically because we're in the health and fitness industry right mm-hmm. but you you were just starting your health journey with me so why was it that you know you you came from being in Pre Like, pre-medicine into going <laughs> to be an entrepreneur, you know? It's just yeah. a crazy shit. I think people are, like, curious about that. Yeah. I, I like, curious about how, how I made the choice or yeah right. <laughs> yeah like, like why did you go into medicine instead yeah right?
1: okay mm-hmm. so like I'll, I'll be super honest and i think this is part of when you make a decision you have to be really really honest with yourself i'm a really impatient person <laughs> uh, i'm not good at school like contrary to popular belief mm. i'm not actually really great at school mm. um i think the environment in which i thrive in is one where you know I, i'd be my own boss like have some flexibility have mm-hmm. some creative freedom um mm-hmm. and i think it's the same for you too right like right. that's kind of partially why i was like you know what I don't think, you know, even in medicine, you really, you're, I mean, you're saving lives, okay? I have a lot of respect for all my friends and everyone who's in the healthcare field. But for me personally, I felt like it, anticipating the long road was really hard mm-hmm. for me. Um, and so I was like, all right, like, let me go another route. Little did I know that this shit is also a really long road. Right, and right. so you realize when you're trying, you realize that at the end of the day, no matter what choice you make, it's gonna be difficult, Mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, if it's gonna be all around difficult, how do you make a choice?
0: Mm -hmm. Again, what's your non-negotiable? Right yeah I think it's really cool that you actually take that kind of perspective um saying that you really it, it seems like you really know yourself right where you said like you know that you're not a very patient person um mm-hmm. uh, and you decide to still jump into this anyways even though you know it's going to be a difficult road um mm-hmm. at being in it is different <laughs> than like knowing that's going to be difficult right yeah. um but that goes into playing into like how a lot of people are a little too smart for their own good and what I mean yeah. by that is like you can really overanalyze whatever kind of industry you want to be in right like let's just say it's for your job you're like oh my god like should I choose between going to um nursing or should go into i don't know like art school like ah but obviously it's more stable going to um being a nurse but then i but i love art and then people just kind of go back and forth between that over analyzing like well the data says that this like x amount of nurses have gone like jobs in the past year but now it's on the decline but but art is like you know Instagrams blowing up and everything i can like show my creative side like there's just so many like if you're gonna find a reason to not do something you're gonna find it Mm-hmm. but the, the opposite is true as well, is that if you find reasons that it's going to work, it's going to work. Yeah,
1: I mean, are, do you consider yourself like an over analyzer?
0: Not really. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean... I, I mean, just, walk uh, them through your choice <laughs> and how you, how you kind of chose Powerful.
1: I mean, your your story's a little bit different, but I thought it was pretty unique too. Oh,
0: man. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a funny question just because for me, um, I... I just decided on it because I didn't... I have this zero options mentality, right? Um, when I fully decided... It was actually a year ago in August. Um, I decided to just quit my corporate gym job because um, I worked at Gold's and I just quit kind of on the spot. And I... You know, it's not the most rational thing that most people would say that is. I think, what are you doing? Like, don't you have a plan B or anything? Mm-hmm. But I kind of started knowing... Like, I knew how I operated and the way, best way I operate is when I have the when I don't have a plan B, right? Mm-hmm. When I go into something full force and when I feel like I'm backed into a corner, I feel mm-hmm. like I operate at my best. And during that time, uh, I had just graduated from school, like undergrad, um, with my psychology degree, but I didn't feel that I could really make as much of an impact as I could. And I kind of just wandered for two years. And I decided oh, I'm going to be an OT. I'm going to work with, uh, I'm going to work in a, a skilled nursing facility. I'm going to be a trainer. I'm going to work with uh, um Old like seniors or work with um, autistic children, and I just bounced back and forth like between a lot of things. And during that time, my Instagram was actually starting to like pick up. And I said, you know, maybe there's an opportunity here. Um, but again, I went in with this zero options mentality because I felt that I could finally make the jump. Mm-hmm. So uh, if I mean, that answers your question, yeah, yeah, it does. I think
1: something that I noticed about what you're saying is that you are actually, I mean, essentially doing all those things what I notice is that you're actually making a choice, mm. you know, like versus most of the time, I think people in our generation, we're, we're analyzing every single component of something and it leaves us feeling really frozen and paralyzed yeah. to even make a choice. So we spend more time thinking about making a choice instead of actually making a choice, right? which exactly. is like, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Like, it's right. not that, you know, I'm, I'm not a stranger to that. Right,
0: right, exactly. I mean... I- and also like in terms of making a choice, right? It's not just that you just pick one and go for it, but it's also like that choice has to also be calculated in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do have to think to about it. Degree, to some degree, yeah. To some degree, but then- Not all the way though. Yeah, not all the way because you really can't plan out your life the way you want to, as, as, as great as you want to, like, as much as you want to have everything like set in stone. It's just mm-hmm. not like that in real life. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. you know. I, mean, I mean, people
1: people always ask us, how do, do we know that Power Wolf will work? Like how do we know that Power Wolf will work?
0: um we don't <laughs> i yeah, mean exactly. i th- mean that's the yeah. truth right like yeah.
1: we, we really don't i think me and Laura took took 100 bets on ourselves um. um when we made the decision to do that and the reality is is that you will never know 100 percent. it's the same it's really funny it's the same concept as like why i'm doing my triathlon right now mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> uh, i i signed up for the triathlon last december it's now what july oh shoot it's august <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, I, I signed up for the triathlon last December with literally for, with the intention of making myself figure it out. Because sometimes mm. um, that that in itself is a skill. Most of the time, people are really afraid to do something or make a choice because they're afraid, really underneath everything, to fail. Mm-hmm. But that but the reality is is that no matter which thing you choose or which path you choose, you're going to have to fail in order
0: to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really difficult thing for people to hear, though, is because they want to be able to control a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in all honesty, whatever path you choose, even if you're saying that, you know, if you take the traditional route... Um, like, you're trying to go into medicine or something, like, it's not a straight-shoot path, because... Yeah, it's not, and it's a lot harder than we think. Yeah, and, like, you would assume that, like, everything is... Everything will... Once you get a job, everything's gonna fall into place, and you get the perfect, you know, marriage, perfect everything, perfect house, but you just can't account for a lot of things to... You don't account for all the things along the roads where, like, the bumps and everything, right? So, um, life just isn't perfect. I think every road, like, there's going to have its road bumps, but the point is, like, it's... It's worse to actually take no action, um... Then, then, yeah. If you just don't take any action, then nothing's gonna happen. But if you take the action, you'll learn something along the way. There's that one phrase you always say. I think it's it's like imperfect action. Yeah, action. Uh, imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. And and what does that mean though? Like I think that 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 actually means that you, the choice you make isn't always be going perfect. to be the perfect one. But the point is that you learn from it. Like uh, like in Powerwolf, would you say that you're always having fun? <laughs> <laughs> Would, no. you, would you say you always like the love? No, our wolf. No, yeah. no, no, no.
1: The, the, mm-hmm. I think the reality is people. People have this idea. Of, oh my god! If you pursue your your passion, you discover your passion. Like it doesn't feel like work. Mm. But, no, <laughs> like that's not true. Man. Yeah, like it's the not thing true. Is, like, dude, I think um, Tim Grover said it best in, in his book. Um, it's it's like you have to work for your passion. Mm-hmm. Discovering your passion, bro. That's the first step. Oh, yeah. That's like, you're barely at the starting line at that point Mm -hmm. if you're discovering your passion, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then it's like, what what happens after determines your success. Exactly. Right? And so it's not just, oh, I discovered my passion. My life is perfect. No, it's not. Like, there's so much work that comes into Mm -hmm. that people don't see. There's nights Mm -hmm. when you stay up really late that people Mm -hmm. will never know, right? Mm -hmm. And there's things that you'll do that nobody will clap for you, no. you have to do it for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And, that, and and again, this goes back to, you know, when you're making decisions and, and choices in your life, people will tend to ask people around that. How did you make your choice? Mm-hmm. Or like, how, like, what did you choose? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, well, what the fuck does it matter? Like what other people are saying, right? Exactly. right? Like the thing is you're non-negotiable as, like I mentioned earlier, what is your non-negotiable? And, and you have to make that choice and take ownership of your choices. It doesn't matter what other people say. Cause if you take somebody else's advice, And it ends up not working out, the tendency is people blame Mm -hmm. the advice that they were given. But it's like, well, you have to realize you made a choice about that. You chose to follow somebody else's idea instead of your own.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that's a really scary thing for a lot of people to um, hear is because you have to actually take ownership over your own choice. And you can't really blame anyone else. Um, and it's easy for us to want to be able to blame someone else for our choices, but um, that's another thing too that you need to be work- working on is like actually taking ownership of the fact that hey, this is my choice and this is how I'm gonna lead my life. You can go around asking people f- for their opinions, but also be careful about who you're ask- actually asking as well. Because Ooh, yeah. are they living the life that you actually want to live? That's a good Ooh, question. Right? Ask that one again. Are the people that you're asking like t- to make a choice, like are, are do they actually live the life that you want to live? Right? Yeah, so I think it's important to make sure that, like, when you're making a choice, that it's fully authentically something that you would actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, that's something that you would are okay with um, the fact that you made that choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have
1: to own every single thing that comes after that. Right. It's not just the choice to do it, but it's like the the journey that you're gonna be on after that. Right. Every single thing that happens after that is yeah. all your your own and and something that you have to own as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So what was your non negotiable stuff?
1: I mean, I think I I think I mentioned this earlier, but it was just uh, being able to make a really deep um, impact on people and you know make money at the same time. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. Yeah. I, I mean, what what's yours? I mean, I'll I'll just be frank. <laughs> I just I just really like the freedom. I just like not having oh, yeah, a boss. yeah, that's true. I don't like having a boss. Yeah. I don't like having someone just bring down my neck and tell me what to wear, what to do, like how to dye my hair. Um <laughs> and uh I I I've just never been like much of a role follower. Um, I think that this allows me to really be creative on my own. Um, it allows me to have the freedom to build my schedule the way I want to and be able to tap into that creativity where it can apply it in Powerwolf um, and to also have a lot of people be impacted, right? But I mean, that's, that's kind of the truth, right? Like, I think it's okay for you to have these mm-hmm. um, other motives um, for why you do what you do because mm-hmm. I think that by doing Powerwolf, it allows me – To live the life that I want. Which is... I'm getting... I get to fucking travel. If I just I don't want to travel next (laughs) month... I can go travel next month... For like two months if I want to. Right? I think that kind of freedom... Is what inspires me. Some people... You know... Some people... They're motivated by money. They're motivated by having like... A really like... Shit ton of cars. And like... Or whatever it could be. It could be like... You want stability. You want... um, I don't know. Like you want a flexible schedule. Like whatever it could be. Work from home opportunities. Yes. Exactly. I
1: I think again... it's, It's really just asking yourself what's your your non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. And, and answer that first before you make your decision.
0: Yeah, it's just really important to just get really really clear on that. Yeah. Um and that will actually guide you in the choice that you're trying to make.
1: Yeah
0: yeah thanks for tuning in guys yeah hopefully this was helpful um if you found that this was helpful please share it to a friend because we know that most people who are listening are in their 20s i mean like um you know whether or not like you're trying to be building up a new business or you're again you're trying to jump into entrepreneurship like you know we have experience in that and like you guys can always feel free to reach out to us um Mm -hmm. on instagram Uh, i'm at Lauren Pond, and your stuff uh,
1: With two H's, X-Tran, T-R-A-N, (laughs) so complicated. Yeah, the DMs, guys, if you have any questions, like, feel free. Um, But apart from that, you know, thank you so much for tuning in and, and share this episode if it's something that's been helpful for you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.